Hello, and welcome back to the Thought Dump. And if you happened here by mistake, don't click away. We have a lot of fun things to talk about. And if you are returning, welcome back for another episode. Stay tuned. All right, so yesterday's episode, or last episode, things got a little bit serious, and today we're just going to have a little bit of fun. If you haven't already, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast because I talk about a lot of random things that just channel through my head, and I will probably guarantee you that uh, literally none of those things are important. Anyway, so yeah, if you listened to yesterday's podcast, I hope that you got a little bit out of it. I hope that there was something in there that spoke to you, something that you could take away and apply to your own life. And if not, then whatever, it's not for everybody. So I don't know what I'm actually going to talk about today. I'm torn between two topics, either Shannon Rose, a vlogger on YouTube that I love to hate, or a story time about a time when I was carpooling with someone I used to work with and she pulled out a bong. She was the driver and she pulled out a bong and she got high on the freeway. So why don't we just go ahead and talk about that one? <laughs> Cause I just realized you can't just throw out a bomb like that and expect people to not be more interested in that than some washed up lady on YouTube. All right. So buckle in. It's story time, y'all. Okay, so before I start this story time, I just want to have give out a few disclaimers. I do have to change her name for legal reasons. I have to change the name of the person who is driving um, and the name of my work. So other than that, everything else is free game. So let's just jump in. I want to also preface this by saying this is 100% true and accurate, obviously with the exception of the names. For legal reasons, I have to change the names, but the story itself, the situation is true and completely friggin' accurate. I cannot believe any of this happened to me. And if you are listening to this, you know who you are. If you are listening to this and you are that driver, I don't know. I don't think she would ever listen to this. Honestly, I'm not telling anybody about this podcast. So if she listens and hears this, it is just completely out of the random, but you know who you are. If you are that driver and you're listening, I just want to say, I just hope you're making better decisions. It's really... That's all there is to it. Anyway, so let's jump in. Again, I'm changing her name and I'm changing the name of the place we used to work at. So I was living in California and I had just been employed with, we'll just call it California branch point one. I don't know. That's, that's what we're going to call it. Okay. <laughs> So I just got employed with California Branch Point One. And 
it was kind of like a temporary job. I was employed through a temp agency. The details don't really matter. Anyway, it was an office job, and I shared an office with someone else. We will call her Susan. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I'm just reliving it. Susan and I worked together very closely, literally touching distance. We had an enclosed office uh, space. Um, I believe she was the receptionist, and I'm not going to say what I was doing, but I was working right next to her. We'll just say I was a backup receptionist, okay? It doesn't matter. (laughs) So, Susan was... So when I first started working there, I didn't know anybody in the area, and I wasn't sure how close I should get to anybody in the office, let alone the person who I was literally working right next to. And she was kind of a a drama pusher, and um, I was trying to kind of stay away from drama, and I was just trying to keep my nose down, my head down and my nose clean. So... I, long story short, I end up becoming fairly decent friends with her. Uh, We end up having lunch together. Uh, She bought me lunch a couple of times. She's such a nice person. And then later we found out that her house is right on the way for me to work. That makes sense, right? I had to pass her house in order for me to go to work. So she thought to her, she thought, okay, well why don't we just carpool? It'll be so much easier and you'll save on gas cuz she kind of knew my situation. I was living with roommates. You know, you go to California. Um yeah, I was young and I went to California and I didn't have a lot of money. And so she was being nice and she thought that she'd save me some money with the commute. Well, a couple things with that. I hate carpooling. That's number one. Not just, not because of her. It has nothing to do with Susan, but just, I'm my own person. I hate carpooling. If plans change last minute and I want to go somewhere, I hate having to rely on other people to get off of work and take me home. If I want to go home or if I get sick, I hate having to rely on other people. So, you know, Carpooling's not really my thing. But number two, I'm also too nice to say no. And I thought, you know, I don't really know anybody here in California, so why don't I just try and become friends with her? Because you know, you never know, you never know who she knows. You never, you know, like you never know who the other people know or what kind of connections you can get. So I decided, what the hell? What could happen, right? Well, that was just my bad. So the first couple of times that we carpooled, nothing really nothing really happened. It wasn't that big of a deal. Fast forward a couple months. And we'd been car we had been carpooling for maybe a month or so. I don't really know the timeline. And I find out that um she likes to get high on her own time and sometimes on company time. So I thought, oh, so I'm not really, I don't 
I don't like pot smokers. There's people who smoke pot, right? There's those who smoke pot and they're they're just they're they do it on their own. They don't talk about it, they don't brag about it, they don't care. There's people who smoke it for supposed medicinal benefits. I don't know anything about the med- medicinal benefits of marijuana or THC or CBD whatever. I don't know and I don't care. And then there's the other side of the coin. There's the people who smoke pot, who love pot, who think they're the coolest things in the world for smoking pot, and who want to put push pot onto other people. And, oh my gosh, those people are, they're basically idiots. Okay, I'm just going to go out and say it. This is completely unedited, unfiltered. They're idiots. I genuinely, tangent, okay? I genuinely dislike people who smoke pot religiously. Like, that's their life. And they are the same people who say, oh, smoking, like, four pounds of marijuana a day does not affect your brain. Bitch, yes, it does. It frigging does. There are studies There is science out there. It affects your brain. And I dated someone who was like that. And he was a complete freaking idiot. And I'm pretty sure he wasn't that dumb before he got into pot. That's it. That's the end of that tangent. Ooh, I'm fired up now. Okay. So she smokes pot. And... I found out that she does it, you know, sometimes at home, sometimes on company. I think she did it, like, in her car or something, or she, like, there's this trail behind our building. Um, It's a really nice trail, and sometimes I think she just, like, went out there. I don't know. The point is, at that time, marijuana was not legal in the state of California. I don't care what people do on their own time. I just want to let you know, for story time purposes, it was not legal. So I, you know, she's like, well, if you want to get high sometime, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm no, <laughs> sounds like a great time, but I'm good. Thanks anyway. And that was that. So we were carpooling and one day she goes and takes an eternity to leave the office. When I say an eternity, I don't mean like five or 10 minutes, like, oh, I gotta pee, I gotta close up, gotta do this, gotta do that. No, I mean like, she spent over an hour saying goodbye to everybody, chatting it up with everybody. Like, I swear she was doing it to be an asshole. I'm pretty sure. That's my theory. She probably didn't care, whatever. So finally, she got up and she's like, okay, everybody's out of the office. I just got to do, make a quick phone call. I got to do this. I got to do that. By the time we were done, I was like, oh my gosh, it's traffic is going to be insane. I mean, we could take the carpool in. And I think that's part of the reason why she wanted to carpool actually, because she wanted to take the HOV lane. Um, so anyway, I thought to myself, okay, well, whatever, I'm going to be home soon. And then I get to go and 
get on with my life and, you know, whatever, live my life. (laughs) So as we're leaving and we're piling into her car, buckling in and driving out of the driveway, we're piddling along and then she goes, as we're getting on, no, 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 we don't get on the freeway. And she, she passes the freeway and I go, that was our exit. And she goes, I know. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe she knows something I don't know. So I ask her, I'm like, are we taking a long way? And she goes, well, kind of. And she keeps driving. And I give it a break and I like kind of give her space to tell me, what exactly are we going to do? So when she doesn't say anything else for like five minutes, I go, so where are we going? Because we were in a part of town that I had no idea where we were. She goes, oh, I'm going to my dealer's house. Is that okay? I'm like, what? Hold on. You mean to tell me you are bringing me, a third party, to a dealer's house, a drug dealer? She goes, yeah, that's totally fine. You're with me. Is that okay? I'm like, um... I mean, sure, I guess, as long as he's okay with it. He, she, whoever. She goes, oh, it's fine. I'll just let him know. (sighs) Jeez. So we get to this guy's house. It's It's a quintessential drug dealer's house, okay? I'm freaked out. I am panicking. My sweat is staining my shirt at this point. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. This is how I'm going to die. This is my thought, okay? I'm walking into this scary-ass, run-down house, and I'm about to piss myself, okay? And I'm going to be on 6 p.m. news. Oh, gosh. And so I was like, oh, geez, oh, geez. So I kind of stay behind the car a little bit. (laughs) The guy comes out. He's got two enormous dogs and I'm like well I love dogs but I'm still piss ass scared and honestly I don't know how much of this I should be saying on air anyway I'm so scared of this guy he looks scary as hell and he sees her and he's like what's up Susan and then he looks around at me and he goes the fuck is this person and I'm like Okay, and I'm sitting here. Okay, like, I look like I came out of suburbia. I'm in a suit, a pantsuit, mind you, with a very nice top. I'm dressed for the friggin' office. But I also look like Hillary Clinton, so there's kind of a mix going on, okay? So he probably thought I was a cop or an undercover or something. I don't know. Who knows what he thought? The point is, he wasn't happy to see me. And... His dogs friggin' got the message, too. Oh, God. So I was scared. And so she talked to him. And he's like, all right, fine. But she has to stay in the living room. So I'm like, can I just stay in the friggin' car? <laughs> I just, I don't want to go inside. I don't want my hair to fall out of my head onto your couch. I don't, I don't want to be associated with this. But anyway, so I went inside. I sat down. She disappeared. Who the hell knows what she did? Two hours passed. So now I'm like three hours from being at home. I just want to go home. I just want to change. I just want to get relaxed. I want to go to the gym. You know, like I want to 
have a weekend. Anyway, two hours later, she comes out. She's high as a freaking kite. And she's like, okay, let's go. So we pile back into the car and I'm like, wait, do you you think I should drive? You know, because you're like high. And she goes, oh no, it's fine. I do this all the time. I'm like, that's like red flag material. We're not leaving a party here. We're leaving the office and you're supposed to take me to your house in one piece so that I can get to my car and take myself the rest of the way home in one piece, right? So, (laughs) all right. Here's why I was mostly worried about coming home in one piece. I did not have health insurance. And that's the gospel truth. I did not have health insurance while I was living in California, legally living in California. If you are that border patrol agent, (laughs) that's a different story. The point is I was living there. I did not have health insurance because I could not afford it. So what are you going to do? Anyway, I I did later get health insurance, um, but that was like right before I got it. (laughs) So I kind of needed to just stay alive and healthy so that I didn't bankrupt myself, you know? So... We get back into the car and she's driving away and halfway to the freeway, she's like, she's, you know, guzzling water. No, she was drinking like Mountain Dew or something. I don't know. She was like guzzling her drinks. She was just chilling out, listening to music. And I'm just white knuckling it in her car thinking, oh, I, I wasn't sure if I wanted her to get pulled over so that I can get a ride with the cops to my car. (laughs) But I also wasn't sure if I wanted it to just, wanted her to just coast home and just let that be the the last chapter of the book, you know? Anyway, so like we get on the freeway and she's driving and traffic is kind of flowing, but there's still some, some red spots. There's still some spots where we stop and we go and stop and go. So about 10 minutes on the highway, she goes, oh man, my high's going away. I'm like, you what? That's good, right? She goes, no, I want to, I'm getting sober. I don't want to be sober. And I'm like, no, but I want you to be sober. So she's like, no, it's cool. Pulls out a full ass bong. Like this thing was probably the size of my arm. Fingers extended. The size from my elbow to the tip of my fingers. And she, I'm like, where the hell were you keeping that? She goes, oh, I keep it in my car all the time for emergencies. I'm like, what kind of emergency requires you to smoke pot in your car? And she goes, oh, just chill out. So she starts, she puts weed in this bong. She loads it up and she takes a hit. And I just, my eyes about fell out of my head. I could not get myself together. I was just sitting there staring at her in disbelief. I'm like, what the freaking hell are you doing? And she goes, relax, just keep an eye out and let me know if there's any cops. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to let you know if there's cops. 
after they pull you over, I'm going to let you know that there's cops. I don't want to be associated with this. So she only, uh, what is it? She only took a, took a hit, a drag, whatever, when the car was in motion. So you can imagine I was freaking panicking. And you know why that was like the, beyond the obvious reason, you know why that was the dumbest thing to do is because she fucking thought that she wouldn't get caught if other cars are moving, if everyone is flowing and traffic is flowing, she could take a hit from her bong. And she, in her head, thought that was logical. I'm like, are you an idiot? Like, ah. <laughs> uh. So I told myself, okay, play it cool, just relax, and it's all going to be over. And when it's over, I'm just... I decided, I put my foot down in my head. Again, remember, I'm too nice to say no. So I'm like, okay, when this is over, I'm just going to get to my car and politely tell her the next day I can't carpool. I, I'm i going to leave late or, you know, whatever. I'm going to make up an excuse as to why I can't carpool, and that's how I'm going to live the rest of my life if I make it out of this alive, I'm just going to make an excuse every single day until she gets the hint. First of all, that's a bitch move. I should have just been straightforward, but that's not even... I should have just planned to have been straightforward. Um, but I never got a chance to because she got rear-ended. So the story continues. She got rear-ended, and in that moment... I thought to myself several things. One, I genuinely could not be certain if we got rear-ended or if she rear-ended the car in front of her because the car in front of her also stopped. They didn't stop. I think they stopped because the car in front, like, you know, traffic was backed up and so the car in front of us stopped. And so Susan stopped her car, but the guy behind us wasn't paying attention, and so he rear-ended us. Gosh. And, but like in that moment, I couldn't be sure. And I was like, um, what happened? And she goes, her eyes fell out of her head. She goes, oh, did we just get rear-ended? I'm like, are you that high that you don't know what the hell just happened? Yeah, we we just got rear-ended unless you hit the guy in front of us. She goes, no, I don't think I did. So she put the car in park. The guy behind us got out, and that's pretty much when we got confirmation that we got rear-ended, which is trippy. You know, like, her windows were down, by the way. I was not getting high, although maybe I got, like, a contact high. I have no idea. Her windows were down. That's the point. I keep saying that's the point. The point is, that's the point. <laughs> so, she's like almost having a panic attack. Like, holy shit, I'm going to get caught. And I'm like, that's your fucking, that's your concern. That you're going to get caught smoking pot or being high on the highway. Because you know pot's illegal in California. I'm like, no fucking shit. And so, I was livid. I was beside myself. She was shaking because she just got rear-ended. And she was also shaking because she was high as a motherfucking kite. Obviously, the cops are going to get involved. So I go over to around the car, and the guy sees that I'm more composed. And he goes, are you okay? Is everything okay? Is everyone okay? Is she okay? I'm like, she's fine. 
give me your license. And I took her license and her stuff. And I collected all the information. I wrote it down for her. I wrote down a copy for him. And I'm like, there. And he's like, should we call the cops? And she just like, Susan just flipped out. She goes, no, don't involve the cops. It's fine. I'll just deal with my insurance. It's fine. Are you okay? And he goes, yeah, I'm fine. But I just, you know, I hate you guys. So I'm really sorry. We should probably call the cops. And I'm sitting here watching this exchange going, please call the cops. I need help. <laughs> I need to get away from this crazy woman and never carpool with her or anyone ever again. Lesson learned, right? So, so, that was the exchange. We write down each other's information, collect data, whatever, do an extensive analysis. Not really. We just exchanged info. Everyone piled back into their respective cars, and we drove off. And as we're driving along, we're almost back to her house, and she goes, and she's like, oh, man, that was, that was insane. We almost got arrested. I'm like, by whom? And she goes, well, the guy wanted to call the cops. Mm-hmm. And? Well, we almost got arrested. Okay. But the cops didn't show up, so who would have arrested us? Well, come on. The cops would have arrested us. No, Susan, the cops would have arrested you. Probably because you're high. It's illegal. We were smoking pot on the freeway, and I would have sung like a fucking canary if they had any more questions. So, I digress. So she she's like freaking out. So she I'm guessing she's sobered up, either all the way or some part of the way, whatever. She got sober. As we're approaching the exit to be home free, basically, she decides, "Oh man, I'm so nervous. I need to take the edge off." I'm like. What What other, what, why? We're almost home, can't you just wait? She goes, no, I, I, need to, I need to do it right now. And so she takes another hit out of her freaking bong. And I'm like, did you really not learn anything, Susan? Did you not learn anything? She's like, well, I just, I really feel like I really need it and we're, we're home free anyway and that guy's gonna get screwed over because he hit my car and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so the story ends we end up getting home. I'm pissed as hell. She's upset f for a different reason. Her car just got rear-ended. She had a small amount of damage to her bumper, and she found that justifiable to get a whole brand new car. Um, which, by the way, her mother bought it for her. And I'm like, are you shitting me right now? Your mom bought you a new car because you got rear-ended even though you were smoking pot on the freeway. So that's cool. No, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, she got a brand new car. And needless to say, I stopped carpooling with her. I told her, you know what, I, I don't really feel comfortable carpooling with you after that. So I'm just going to, like, drive myself. Plus, I have a bunch of errands to run. So, like, you know, I, I told her straight up, and then I made an excuse. And she's like, no, that's cool. That's fine. So after that, at the office, it was really uncomfortable to work with her. And I stopped going to lunch with her. And she started, oh my gosh. I should have known from like the beginning that something was weird with her. 
in the morning she would be drinking like a gallon of coffee and be really really wired and then she'd go away everyone would break for the from the office at lunchtime she had the keys so she couldn't leave until everybody was gone and then once she left she'd lock up the office and go get high and then she'd come back and she would go from like 50 miles an hour to a cruising five miles an hour her eyes were always glazed over and red she was always just kind of wobbling around on herself and I never like what the hell I literally never caught on never that's how naive I am to me that was perfectly normal <laughs> I don't know everybody gets tired around the you know lunchtime after eating a big meal that's literally what I thought I had zero idea until that day when I found out that she gets high at lunch every day used to get lunch at Anyway, I used to get high on lunch. During lunch? What am I trying to say? Anyway. So yeah, for anyone listening who thinks that I'm smarter than I look, I have some really dumb, naive moments. I have a lot of naive moments where I just kind of assume one thing when the reality is different. Yeah, anyway. That's it. That's the end of that story. And that's it. That's it for story time. So thanks for joining me on today's episode of Illegal Shit That Other People Do. And until next time, we'll see you at the dump.